NBA Australia. How are you going? Hang on. You good? I bloody well hope so, mate. Ah, <laughs> oh, you mate, Jimmy. He's uh, just keep it on, keep it on. Tell you what, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, this is NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. You might know me, maybe. If you check out codebet.com.au, good website, that one. Uh, you can see this podmark podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA uh, with my good friend Ben Dixon and my other good friend Carlos Boozer, the booze. Uh, You could also see me in the paper around the country. My big old fucking mug (laughs) just in the sports section every day. Anyway, I'm here in Larry Armour Studios hanging out. It's Monday night. It's pretty late. I'm uh, hanging on by a thread. So uh, we'll get into the uh, show very, very quickly. What do we do here on NBA Australia? It's a lowdown. All the ins and outs of the NBA season. Rep Australia a bit. That's all we do. We don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. Uh, four big days to wrap up for you. Big weekend. Big weekend. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, so we'll talk winners and losers. We've got Embiid going off. How good was that? Steph. Just keeping keeping on boning teams. But then the Warriors just can't win on the road, man. And how good are the Kangs? Loving it. And Boston. Just keep rolling. Uh, we'll fly through all the game wraps. We've got That's Not an Eye, Mate, No Mate, Spot of the Night, Better Lonzo Ball. We've got Dicket of the Weekend. We've got Yeah Nars. We've got the Unpopular Opinion of the Day. We've got our back take house. We were serving up a flame grill take. Uh, and that'll be it. No skit or anything because I've got to get some fucking sleep. Right. Episode 858 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better. I'll tell you what. Better watch out for the attack of the fucking mop top mamba. If you're the New York Knickerbockers of New York City, how good is that? He's unstoppable. Is the mop top mumba, Josh Kitty. Uh, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at MBS with the daily web around. This is where Jimmy goes, oh yeah, it's a bit tough at the moment. Uh, I've got a really, really sore throat still from when I was sick last week. Uh, so I'm going to try to fly through today's show. Uh, do some weekend winners, do the uh, game wraps, and get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> it is very, very sore. Uh, you might remember I had the surgery on my throat last year. Like, was that August? Yeah. And then the problem was there was like a bit of a pain... In the old neck. Oh, Jimmy, you're just a pain of the fucking neck. Yeah, thanks. Um, for a little while after, you know, got it checked out. It's all good. And yeah, so I got sick. Pain's back. It's like some fucking weird fucking strain thing. So anyway, it just sucks. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, LeBron James. Did you notice this? Set out today. He's a doctor. He's a doctor? No, he's a doctor. <laughs> Quack, what? Uh, Adductor muscle, LeBron. He was like, yep, nah, man, I'm, I can't really go. Have you seen how much of this hog I've got to lug around? So you might remember the uh, jokes we're making last Thursday. It's like, oh, he's hurt his groin a little bit. Thing is, we missed out on yet another LeBron James, Kevin Durant showdown, which we just don't get many of them. Seriously, they haven't played against each other for like just something absolutely chaos like... I think it hasn't been since, like, 2019 or something. Like, you're just like, dude, 
how is this actually a thing? And it's actually just how it's gone because obviously KD with his Achilles, it's been a really long time. But anyway, Christmas 2018 was the last time they played. That is absolutely nuts. So we missed out on that again today with LeBron and he's a doctor. And LeBron was also, uh, yeah, hey, I told you guys I don't believe in sharing hurtful information. I'll continue to be that way, but Kyrie apologized. He should be able to play. Oh, really, LeBron? That's what I think. It's that simple. Help him learn, but he should be playing. Oh, yeah? What he's asked to do to get back on the court is uh, excessive. Oh, yeah, is it? Is it really? Yeah, that's interesting. That's pretty interesting. I just find it pretty interesting that LeBron's like, oh, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Jesus, LeBron, read the fucking room. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, what else? That's about it. Let's get into some weekend uh, winners and losers. I mean, in terms of other sort of news, uh, there's not a giant amount because you think about what we did a show Thursday. Um, we've had a couple of sort of weird wonky things, but I don't know what. The FTX Arena is being renamed. Is it going to be the DJ Khaled Arena? Like, Probably. I don't know. It's like just a bunch of other shit sort of going on. But there's not much else really newsworthy. So let's get into the weekend. Winners and the weekend losers. Oh, my God. I won! I won! (laughs) Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me, Kent Brockman. Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news... Um, tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Yeah, tragic mix-up in Cleveland. They thought they were good. Oh, jeez. Watch out. Uh, winners from the weekend. There's a few of them. It was a good weekend. Uh, Anthony Davis's trade value and the Lakers. They're winners. AD went and dropped 37 and 18 on the Nets today. I love it. Everyone's like, AD's back. It's like, have you seen the big guys for the Nets? <laughs> it's like, it's Nick Claxton. And not much else. So if Anthony Davis didn't fucking dominate, you'd be really fucking worried. Other weekend winners, dude, Boston kid. They are fucking rolling. I'll tell you that much. Um, just talk about like teams that are hiding in plain sight. The Celtics between Brown and Tatum. Brown's what twenty-five, seven, and three. Tatum's thirty-two, four, and four. Ah. Uh, He's getting more rebounds than any. Yeah, 32-7-4. That's it. The handle Denver, the handle the Pistons. You can't ask for more, really. They're just sort of hanging out. The Bucks have gotten all the pub. They're 10-2. and two. The Celtics are right there, 10-3. and three. And they're absolutely flying. They won six on the trot now. We can't be beaten. Um, they're rolling. Looking great. Defensively, it's getting a little bit better. They've done this without Malcolm El Presidente Brogdon. Over the last couple of games as well. So, good job by the Sheej, man. Good job. The way they handled Denver and just like that sort of gang rebounding vibe, pretty fun. Pretty cool. Enjoyed it. Uh, other winners, tell you what, the Heat. They needed those two weekend wins over the uh, Charlotte Hornets. They made it fucking hard on themselves. But they got there. And they had Maxi Struess dropping 31. Pretty good. It's like one of those ones where I think, uh, yeah, the Heat don't get too many blowout wins. It's very, very hard. So you need a Struce to go off at 31 to actually beat someone even like the Hornets by 17. So just keep that in mind when you're going your over-unders and uh, betting your uh, Miami Heat lines. I'm just saying. Uh, the Magic had a good weekend. 
couple of big wins there. They are rolling in the moment because they beat the Mavs the other day, but they also beat the Suns on the weekend. And uh, you might go, well, Drippy, you know that the Suns are... Yeah, look, sure, the Suns were led by campaign. <laughs> but Devin Booker was still on the fucking court. So was DeAndre Ayton. Like, what else can we ask the Magic Man to do? Not much. Franz Wagner, hello. He's rolling. I'm enjoying it. But the Magic are just kind of fun. Uh, they're 4-9. and nine. They're like the least likely fun, cool 4-9 and nine team going. Uh, other winners, I don't know, the Kings. They're fucking awesome. I love them. The Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis, the 26-22-8 and eight today. He's the first Kings player to do it <laughs> in under 35 minutes since the NBA merger. I love that. Darren Fox is crushing it. He had 22-4-8 in this one. He had, what, 40 the other day against the Lakers. Unbelievable. But the Kings, they're so fun. 6-6. Six and six. They've got a point differential of plus 0.1. That means they're .01 better than they are bad. <laughs> I love it. Other weekend winners, the Wizards. They won four on the trot. Oh, that Beal. Trade him. Trade him. They beat the Mavs, the Jazz, and the Grizz. Bit of extreme zinger meal about that. Extreme zinger meal. I love it. Um, but really, let's just all break it down. Like Embiid, that's a big weekend winner. The Sixers. They handled by Atlanta the other day. Turned around, beat Atlanta again, and then boom. Boom. The big fella. Absolutely smasherated it today against Utah. This guy's a 59. Just pretty chill. At 42 in that other game. Not bloody bad. He's going to get talked about pretty roundly in a second. So, it's all right. Let's move on. The Thunder. They're weekend winners. But, Jimmy, shouldn't they be tanking? I don't care. They're 6-7. and seven. They're fun as shit. They play teams so tough. They've won two on the trot. They smash their shit out of that game today against the Knickerbockers. And it was fun as hell. There was a big Aussie contingent there as well. I think that's when uh, Anstey's crew was over there. Uh, 145-135. What an awesome game. But you might remember I tipped them to beat the Raptors prior to the weekend. They did that pretty handily too. 132-113. But of course, the big story. Giddy up! The Mop Top Mamba. First triple-double of the season for the Mop Top Mamba. The Yarraville Yahoo himself. That was awesome. Great to see him back kicking ass and taking names. Uh, loving it. Absolutely loving it. Um, just the confidence with which he was shooting in that game as well was sick. Just crushed it. Just, you know, what was it? First bucket of the game was a three. Loved it. Chip England. Working miracles. Um, kind of a half winner as well. I just want to uh, add in the Blazers, you know, Beat the Pelicans, fun game. Then they lose to the Mavs. It's a tough one. They need a Luka to uh, get their triple dub. Let's can't put the Mavs on a winner's thing because, oh, God. Fuck, they're frustrating to watch. And the Grizz rested everybody as well. The Suns lose with the Magic. Tell you what, this season is fucking chaos, though. So we are the winners. That's right, us. Not only just Australia because we've got the mopped-up Mamba who's going to lead us to Golden Paris. Uh, but also, you just watch Greeny. Greeny's awesome. You watch Dyson. You're like, Dyson's, Dyson's fucking awesome. You watch Jock out there. You're like, yeah, he's awesome too. You've still got the uh, old guard. You've got Paddy. Hopefully Jingles will be back soon, but I'm loving it. But then you think about the actual basketball, there's basically like four bad teams. And of those four, like only Charlotte are kind of shit to watch. And they're getting LaMelo back. So, I mean, the Lakers suck to watch just because... They're bad at basketball, but like it's high drama. So 
even though the Lakers stink, they're still fun to watch because you're like, ha ha. It's like watching a car tra- uh, car crash. You're like, oh, this is horrifying. But I can't look away. <laughs> Meanwhile, like all the other teams basically got like, I don't know, between five and ten wins. Like literally, apart from the bottom four teams. It's un- apart from the Magic, I think. They're four and nine. But this is great. And anyone who's complaining about basketball is a fucking sad sack. Oh, it used to be good back on the... Fuck off. This is like so much fun. It is absolutely chaos in the middle. I'm like a pigoon shit. So much fun. What about losers, though, Jimmy? Who are the weekend losers? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. Losers. 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 Uh, Larry Markinen and the Jazz. Bit of a loser moment, I think, on the weekend. It had to happen at some point, didn't it? You're like, look, you know, they're going to run into a couple of teams that just go, they don't underestimate them, and away they go. So the Jazz lose both their games on the weekend. They get beat by the Sixers. They lose to the Wiz. You know, they'd won their four straight. They were feeling good. Uh, another loser, Larry, that's a girl's name, Markinen, got just punked <laughs> by uh, Embiid. It's pretty fun. Like, he's still fun, though, the finisher. 15 and 10 today on 13 shots. I feel like he's more of a weekend loser because it's like the Jazz should just be feeding him buckets. Like, Jordan, Jeremy Clarkson, and Colin the Sexman Sexton both had 15 shots. Malik Beasley has 13. I think we can live with a few less shots across, across those three dudes and maybe just feed the finisher just a little bit more. Just saying. Just so. Anyway. Uh, Toronto, weekend losers. They got smoked by the Thunder. Uh, what were they? Favorited by five and they... Uh, Lose by 19 or whatever the fuck it was. Not ideal. Um, but I've sort of been yelling about this, right? Like Toronto and the Jenga Tower, where they're so finely balanced that as soon as you take away Pascal Siakam, yes, in a surprise flash, if you take away an All-Star, your team's not as good. Um, but yeah, they lose to the Pacers and the Thunder on the weekend. And this is it, right? So they also lost uh, Pascal... No, they've lost Pascal Siakam. Siakam. They lost Precious Achua. Bless you. And um, this is it. you got Gary Terrence Trent Derby Jr. going one for 13. You're like, ah, oh, so how do we lose that game? Yeah. Yeah, OG Ananobi, he can go out there and drop 26, but just if Scoob and Gary Trent Derby Jr. go for fucking five for 29, you're not going to win too many games. You know? They're so well balanced usually that you take away one little bit. No Fred Van Vliet, the fighting Van Vliet's. <sighs> no Siakam. It's going to be a tough one. But anyway, Phoenix, that lost to Orlando. I mentioned that. And then the one that hurts probably the most. Oh, jeez. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Uh, rough, rough, rough weekend. Rough week. Lost four, four on the trot. And, uh, you know, after winning, what, eight straight? They're now back to eight and five. <laughs> and you're like, well, it was fun. The Timberwolves lost today was probably the more annoying. Like, the thing is... All four of their losses have come by five points, five points, seven points, two points. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland drops 51 fucking points today. Drops 27 in the fourth. And they just couldn't pip the Wolves. Like, they tried so hard. But anyway, like, they were getting just fucking demolished for most of that game too, right? Like, you know, down 20 and all that sort of shit. And anyway, couldn't pull it back. But like, 
defensively, it's like one of those things where you go, D'Lo, if he's going to drop 30 on you, you know you've done something pretty bad and you done fucked up. But you've got Mobley, you've got no go to throw Jared Allen in this one. It's kind of like those things you get, yeah, look, there's always going to be a couple of excuses. If you get off to a hot start, you drop a couple here and there. It's talk about finely balanced teams. It's like, yeah, the Cavs are not going to be as defensively astute. There you go. That was a great use of the word astute. Uh, if they don't have the two Twin Towers, right? You're going up against Gobert and Carl uh, Anthony Towns, the big cat. Well, they have 26 rebounds between them. It's like, yep, that'll do, big. That'll do. And Mobley just couldn't get anything going. So, yeah, tough scenes for Cleveland at the moment. Cleveland! Uh, what else? The Warriors. Literally, they lose every time they play on the road. Literally. Seriously, they're on seven. No other defending champions done as bad, so that's not great. <laughs> but still. What can you do? Get that on the big job sometimes. Uh, James Harden, he's a loser. What's that? Oh, you're not playing James. Oh, suddenly we all kind of look like we're having a bit more fun and Embiid's back to being an MVP. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I guess. And Ben Simmons. Uh, oh, my knee sore again. All right, let's do some game wraps. 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 Do it. Wizards, they beat the uh, Mavs back on Friday. Yeah, that's right. We're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, the Wiz. It was the Kuzma show, that one. That was funny. He had 36, 11, and 6. Uh, just rolled him. Never looked like the Mavs were going to sort of get them as well. Like, the Wizards just put them away in the second half. Hawks beat the Sixers as predicted on this year. program. 20 rebounds for Clint Capella. The Heat. Held off the Hornets in overtime, 117-112. I told you, take the plus 10.5. Jimmy Butler, 35-10-8. Love that. The Trailblazers held on and beat the Pelicans, 106-95. Ruining CJ McCollum's, you know, game against his old muckers. They rested Lillard as predicted. Blazers still had no hassles. 27 for Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant. Just crushed it. Anthony Simons had 23 in that, too. Zion, the big rig, 29-6. How does he not get more rebounds? I ask you that. Anyway, uh, right, so that was Friday. What happened Saturday? Oh, some games, wasn't there? Celtics, 131, they beat the Nuggets, 112. Joker, 29-8-3. It's like, yeah, could, could somebody else hit a fucking shot? Seriously, seriously. Celtics ran away with them in the fourth quarter. Tatum was unreal. What a game. Magic, they beat the Suns, as mentioned, 114-190. Oh, 114-97. Wendell at 20-10-5. and Love to see that. The Knickerbockers beat the Pistons. Uh, RJ Barrett goes for 30. No Kay Cunningham now for the Pistons. He's out for at least a week, so four games with uh, with shin soreness. And you're like, oh, man, but the Pistons were just starting to be fun. God damn it. Anyway, Thunder. Thunder up. 132-113. They beat the Raps, as mentioned. SGA is just... Well, he didn't even have a big one in that one. And they're still fucking crushing teams. So Van Vliet played that. Scoo played that. And it's just like, yeah, sometimes they just have like these weird inefficient nights and the Thunder just went off because they're slightly way better than you expect defensively. Slightly way better. Good one, good one Jimmy. Thanks, mate. Uh, the Spurs beat the Bucks. The Bucks didn't have anybody. Jimmy on Carter couldn't back up his uh, career high 36. He did have 21, though, which is pretty gnarly. Spurs, Calvin Johnson at 29. The Grizz beat the Wolves. The Ja Morant, Anthony Edwards, uh, Spider-Man meme game. Loved it. 28 and 28, each of them. It's, it couldn't have worked out more perfect for me. 
considering that's what I said it was going to be like. And it was uh, 114-103. Good win for the Grizz. They needed that. The Warriors in a huge game against the Cavs. A huge come from behind game. This sucked if you had money on the Cavs. I'm not saying that I did, but I did. <laughs> There's nothing more disheartening than like thinking you're, oh, I think I think the Cavs are going to win this. Oh, shit. And then Steph just goes out and just does some stupid fucking Steph shit. And you're like, God damn it. Can't believe I bet against Steph Curry. That's just dumb. Anyway, it was like it was weird. It was weird watching the Cavs so on this big West Coast road trip. You could just sort of see their legs go out from under them basically in that second half. Um, Steph was just hitting shit, talking shit to everybody. It was great. Uh, the Kings, they beat the Lakers 121-14. Darren Fox goes for 32. He was great. Love me, Simbiaza. Uh, the Nets beat the Clippers 110-95 on Sunday. KD crushing at the moment. Uh, the Wiz beat the Yaz 121-112. The Extreme Zinger Mill. Told you what. Popping off. Supercharged Zinger Burger. 31-10. Uh, the Celtics beat the Pistons 117-108. Tatum went for 43. Pacers beat the Raps 118. Tyrese Halliburton couldn't get me enough points for a uh, big win. But either way, uh, 26 more for OG. The Sixers beat the Hawks in that return trip. 121-109. Embiid went for 42-10 and 10 with six assists in that one. The Heat. That was the one I mentioned when they beat the shit out of the Hornets. 132-115. Struz. The Mavs got 42-13-10 from Luka Doncic. Jeremy, Jeremiah Grant threw in 37. Because why wouldn't you? But the Mavs won that 117-112. Came back. Held on. Good win. Fun game, too. Uh, Dame had 29. Josh Hart had just one of the funniest, worst games you'd ever see. So he's going to pop up again later. Pelicans held off the Rockets. 119-106. Bit of a... Worrisome vibe for the Rockets. 2-11. and 11. It's almost like having Jalen Green and KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr., two just unabashed chuckers on the same team. Isn't, surprise, surprise, a winning combination. Uh, the Thunder today, 145-130 for the Knickerbockers. I told you that one. 6-7, and seven, both those teams. Shy goes with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the show redder. 37, as well as the Gidmeisters. Triple dub. Love it. The Wolves beat the Cavs. I mentioned that one. 129-124. At 51, crazy. Uh, the Wiz, they beat the Grizz because the Grizz played nobody. Extreme Zinger Meal. Extreme Zinger Meal. 25 and 6. He was bloody good. He's been playing out of his skin. Just wait for him to get hurt. Aww. But yeah, the uh, Grizz didn't have Jar. They didn't have Josh Brain. It was like, all right, time to shine, Dylan Brooks. Okay, I got this. 7 and 22 later. Oh, we lost the game. What a surprise. Sixes, they beat the Yaz 105 98. That was a fun game because in B goes 59, 11, and 8. Oh, yeah, and seven blocks. <laughs> Just, it was ridiculous watching it. I loved every second. He is so fun when he's getting going. Uh, the Nuggets, they held off the Bulls 126-103. Joker, what, 12 assists or like halftime? MPJ goes for 31. Uh, 122-115, the Kings beat the Warriors because the Warriors can't win on the road. The Suvlaki can mention that. 22 and 20, uh, 22 rebounds, 26 points. And the Lakers beat the Nets. Uh, but, Jimmy, I thought you should the Lakers stink. Well, they do. The Nets didn't have Simo, didn't have Seth Curry, Seth Curry and uh, very clearly didn't give too much of a fuck. It was like KD just going, oh, come on, guys. Especially AD and KD going at it with Russell Westbrook just throwing in some dumb shit on the uh, side. And the Lakers ran away with it in the end. Obviously by 13. So, there you go. Let's do some... Uh, Awards. Can you tell my fucking throat's hurting? I want to get out of here very quickly. 
That's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, Lucas 42, 10, and 13 was awesome. Love that game against the Blazers. Uh, Tatum with his 42 against uh, Detroit after 34 against Denver. The Denver game was probably more impressive. Zinger, I mentioned here, he had a great weekend. 31 and 10, beats Utah, turns around as another great game. Fox, man, just the way that dude is shredding at the moment and the way the Kings are playing, it's just hook me up, right? Like, give me some De'Aaron Fox all the time. Because... <laughs> What do you go? 32, 32, 7, and 12 against the Lakers. And backs up with 22, 4, and 8 today. Unreal. He's so much fun. Uh, 40 for Steph against Cleveland. Uh, just turn it on. Just fucking bang. Talking shit to the bench. Turn away threes while it's still in the air. Just clutch as hell. SGA with a 37, 5, and 8 with a couple of blocks, three steals. Darius Garland with a 51. He shot 16 of 30 and 10 of 14 from downtown. But come on. It was like, all right, we Darius Garland's got the first 50-point game of the season. Ah, oh, Joel Embiid just comes in right over the top and steals his thunder. 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks. First player in NBA history to have the 50, 10, 5, and 5 in a game because they didn't keep track of blocks for a long time because people are idiots. But 59, 11, and 8, and 7. Get the fuck out of here. So, as mentioned, though, he had 42 the game before that. So, what's that, 101 points over the last two games? Yeah, not bad, not bad. My favorite thing about that Embiid game was just him just going, yeah, this is my fucking team. I don't have to share this with fucking James Harden. Of course I'm going to kick the shit out of Utah. That's what I do. I'm Joel Embiid. Just watch this. Bang. And it was great. And it was weird. Like, you know, the commentators are like, yeah, well, you know, we're going to make sure he doesn't run out of gas down the stretch. And he didn't. I loved it. It was such a fucking performance. Just the blocks one after the other. You're like, yeah. This is absolute fucking boosting Embiid. But of course, let's see it actually come against a team that has an actual centre that isn't a Canadian or a Finn. Spud, 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 RJ Barrett goes 2 of 10. Don't Google me. Evan Fournier went 0 of 5 today. He went 0 of 5 the other day. That's all that money those Knicks are paying. It's uh, working out. RJ Barrett, though, the 10, 2 of 10. He had 19 minutes against the Thunder. Four fouls. Just four points in 19 minutes. Not a great one. 2 of 9 for Hamadoud Yellow. He was Hammered Don't against Boston. Five points. 2 of 9. 1 of 9 for Georgie Boy Hill. I mentioned Dylan Brooks is 7 of 22. The 5 of 21 for Paul George the other day against the Nets was pretty fun. Uh, we had a couple of 3 of 13s from Jordan Nawara and Michael Bridges. CJ McCollum went for 3 for 14, and so did Tyrese Maxey, I think, yesterday. The 1 for 13, though, of Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. was pretty special. He goes 0 of 5 from deep. He had one rebound and one turnover. Gary Trent Jr. just out. Hey, man, I'm just out here to fucking shoot, man. <laughs> it's like very clearly, Gary. Anyway, uh, the best one's probably Josh Hart. The 0 and 9, he also had 9 rebounds. That's the best part about jo- Josh Hart. If he has a shit shooting night, doesn't score, he's going to do a lot of other stuff. And of course, though, what happened? Here we go. Woo! 
yeah, that's right. Thank you. Kevin Love, Royce O'Neill, Gabe Vincent, and John Collins at the Tall Cocktail. All for shooting 311. Uh, right. Who was Old Maid Nomads? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? Um, weird one with Jalen Brown, sort of you know sticking up for uh, Kyrie and like Josiah going, yeah, Josiah saying Kyrie's got a bit to uh, bit to do still. And Jalen Brown going, hey man, that ain't right. It's like, is it though, Jalen? You know. This is like one of the weird sticky situations with the Kyrie thing where it's like, yep, so we can all be about fucking social justice issues, but apparently not when it comes to anti-Semitism. Huh? Isn't that what those T-shirts are all about? <laughs> all, those, all those jerseys as well? You know, fight racism? What the fuck? And then LeBron coming out, oh, yeah, he's, it's like, all right. Maybe, just maybe, we should sort of uh, actually take racism and hate speech pretty fucking serious. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But Jalen Brown, LeBron, kind of like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, maybe not. Fucking hell. Um, a bit of an old mate, no mates. Oh, yeah, and basically the Jalen Brown thing sort of raised some eyebrows around the uh, NBA, it sort of seems as well. It's like, oh, yeah. It's kind of weird that not more people have come out and sort of uh, voiced their feelings about the Kyrie situation as well. It's like, ah, right. There might be something in that. Anyway, um, Joel Embiid had 59 points tonight. Uh, Ben Simmons copping a drive-by. It's like, yeah, Simmons has got 47 total. So (laughs) talk about some old mate, no mates things. Like, fucking hell. Uh, Pantsing of the night. A couple of great ones on the weekend. Rusty fucking obliterated a Kevin Durant shot. Just smoked him. KD's like, oh, I'm past Russell. He's not going to be able to get this. And Rusty's just like, fuck it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just fucking Tasmanian deviled him. Just fucking blocked the shit out of his jumper. It's like if Russell Westbrook could come off the bench and play like he did today, like he just had a fucking beanie's bonnet against playing, playing against Kevin Durant for the rest of the season. The Lakers might win the fucking title. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. sets up for the, uh, I'll take a charge, I'll take a charge, and Brandon Ingram goes, you're an idiot, and just walks around him and dunks. Uh, that was a bit of a pants. And, and then the Pelicans, not the Pelicans, the Rockets got pantsed at the end by the uh, Pelicans because Jose Alvarado sort of hid in the corner, stole the inbounds, and uh, Kevin Porter Jr. then tried to fight him. It's like, hey, Kevin, don't turn the ball over then, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jose Alvarado, I ride or die with Jose, 100%. Just because I don't want to be on the wrong side of Jose Alvarado either, but at the same time, he is a fucking legend. Um, Embiid, shit-talking Larry is the last one. There was a bit of a pantsing because uh, that Jazz Sixers game was really close. Larry has a couple of uh, clutch free throws to make. Joel Embiid goes up and just talks some shit to him, and Larry... Misses both of them. Just one of those moments you're like, yep, yeah, you're not Dirk yet, Lowry. And MB just going, this is what I do. <laughs> you mess with the big dog, <laughs> you get bit. Who is better than Lonzo Ball? Ah, <coughs> uh, this is easy. It's just giddy. Uh, 24, 10, and 12. Are you kidding? Like, what a fucking game. He was so good today. 10 and 14 shooting, 2 or 3 from downtown, 2 or 2 at the line. He is the new owner of MSG. Sorry, James Dolan. 
He just is. Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. And Kyrie. I mean, it's the Kyrie Memorial, but I mean, this is still like the LeBron by association kind of Dickhead of the Weekend. Like, I don't understand outside of LeBron basically pitching to get Kyrie back on his team, why LeBron would then go, yeah, man, hey, just you know that I'm completely against hate speech and all that. And it's like, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that that that's, uh, yeah, sharing hurtful information is something you shouldn't believe in, LeBron. What he's asked to, to do get to get back on the floor, I think, is excessive in my opinion. He's not the person that's being betrayed of him. Anyways, back to my rehab session. What a fucking weird, passive-aggressive bunch of bull fucking shit that is. So, yeah, LeBron James. Just fucking jumping on the Kyrie dumb fuckery bandwagon. Get you. Dickhead of the weekend. All right, back with some quick yinars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Doing some yeah nahs. I got a great one from uh, Jez Oz today. Uh, just a great comment from Mike E. Winfield on uh, Bleacher Reports. Bullshit, you know, clickbaity. Hey, where do you want to see AD play next? Landing spots and trade packages for Lakers star Anthony Davis. And Mike's comment was simply, "I just hope he doesn't land too hard." I'm just saying. <laughs> so Jez just want to know: is that the best comment ever? And it's like, yeah, nah, probably. Like that is. Pretty great. Like, holy shit. Um, what do we have? We also had... Uh, I think there was a good one from Matt Million. A little while ago. When was that? The other... On the weekend. Yeah, the problem is I can't... There was like this uh, wild trade where it's like... It's all up in the air. And this is the fun thing with like, uh, you know, mooted trades... Like, they're just wildly fun because you just get to do whatever the fuck you want. You make it up and away you go. And I think it was basically just about Matt wanting to know his trade goes and they tank. Oh, the f- it's fucking gone. Anyway, it's killing me. But it was a great one where it's like, yep, cool. Let's, uh, let's send basically a bunch of our problems all the way around and we'll spread our problems out. It's like, yes. I would love those sorts of trades because it just spreads more chaos. It's like the one where you're sending like Ben Simmons off for AD and Kyrie's involved and KD ends up somewhere else as well. Lakers fans love him because it's somehow always making the Lakers better. <laughs> it's the best. Anyway, uh, some other quick yeah, nahs. What else we got? We have... Uh, Tatum for MVP in uh fucking maybe. See, Giannis missing a little bit of time now is probably fine. It's like as long as Giannis gets right, I still kind of think he is a 
hard to go past for MVP. You know me, I love my Jar Morant. He could have a bit of a crack, but Tatum is probably... I think it might be like Tatum and Luca at the moment. So, you know, we'll do our quarter mark MVP. Almost a quarter of the way through the season if, <laughs> in a handful of games. That's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, Luca and Tatum are probably the front runners. Like, holy shit. Donnie Mitchell would have been there until this four-game losing streak. But anyway. Speaking of which, time to get slightly more worried about the Cavs. Yeah, nah, a little bit, but I mean, injuries. This is it. It's, we've sort of talked about this uh, going into the season, like the uh, the tiers of teams who can navigate, you know, one injury to their team and still keep their heads above water. Like those are the teams that you'll see at the pointy end. The thing is, I don't know if there are any of those teams apart from maybe Milwaukee, who still don't have Middleton, who still, you know, have Giroux and Giannis in and out of the uh, lineup and they're still 10-3. and three. Like, 10-2, and two, rather. Like, that's unreal. And, for like, in my brain, that just sort of screams at me, like, well, that means Milwaukee are the best team, Jimmy. It's like, yeah, I think they are. Whereas the Cavs, like, you lose one of your uh, twin towers just for a little bit, and it's like, yep, yeah, it all gets a bit wonky. But, I mean, those games are all fucking close anyway. So, I think this is the thing. You raise your floor by getting a Donnie Mitchell, and they'll be fine. But they just don't have a giant amount of wing depth. Like my sweet baby carrots, I love him. Isaac Okoro, though, it's like the fucking next time he hits a shot will be the first time, I reckon. Uh, and then sort of Kevin Love has some good games here and there. But just defensively, they kind of maybe need that other one sort of big wing. Jay Crowder, you know, someone like that. Let's have a crack. Anyway. Hey, Jimmy, a Sacramento, the goods. Yeah, nah. Yes. Darren Fox, the Suvlaki King. Fuck, they're fun. Go check them out. Denver, are they the other really big contender just hiding in plain sight? Yeah, nah. I'm a bit worried the way they got handled by Boston the other day, to be honest. Uh, but at the same time, you just have those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, look, <laughs> it was the only game they've lost in their past six. <laughs> so they've only lost two games out of the last, I think, seven. So, yeah. The Nugs are all right. MPJ just going off today. It was pretty handy. And to be honest, I mean, they kind of played Boston really tough for most of that game, right? It was really, really close. And Boston kind of just got him in the end. And MPJ couldn't hit the fucking side of a barn in that game, and nor could Jam and Jamal Murray. So it's one of those ones where you go, look, later in the season, they'll probably have their legs under them a little bit more, and away you go. Uh, what about the unpopular opinion of the day? Now look at me, please. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Um, okay, see. SGA, like you'll hear dumb people yelling about this in the future. Oh, well, the thought is you trade Shay Reed to Gilgis Alexander. We love Shay, but we, they should trade him. Why? That kid is fucking unbelievable. He's averaging 30 points a game, absolutely perfect next to the Gidmeister. Giddy's shooting fucking, like, if he can just keep up this shooting, Giddy, SGA, that team would be fucking unstoppable. Um, would they benefit from having a Victor Wembanyama? Of course they would. Thing is, they might fall ass backwards into him anyway. It's like one of those things where you're like, yeah, yeah. You got the sixth worst record in the NBA, maybe. You stayed in touch with like the playoffs all season. You know, a quad or a hammy knock to SGA here. You know, a forearm in like, you know, 
rest my forearm two weeks there for Giddy or something. And you might have had a luck into Wembanyama anyway. Um, but they're awesome. And SGA might be like a top five, six asset because he's under contract for so fucking long and he's so good and can score in so many ways and defensively tries his ass off. He's massive. What a legend. He doesn't get anywhere near the pub he should. Uh, and the other unpopular opinion of the day is the Suvlaki King. He should be an all-star this year. The problem is, well, actually, it might not. It might actually still happen because the Kings will be that good. And you think about the front court in the West. I mean, he might be good enough to make it. Like, it's going to be a weird all-star year. Don't worry about that. Give me all the Suver I can handle. All right, let's do an Outback takeout, shall we? It's Monday, and Outback, you know what that means? Oh, yeah, I just walked out on the fucking street and punched on with a roo. That's right. Me going El Mano versus El Ruo. He had me for a second, but I choked the bugger out and bang. Guess what you're eating on the specials board today? Kangabangas. Only at Outback. Okay, great as a flame grilled take. And today's flame grilled take is the Lakers are faking LeBron James's injury to build up Anthony Davis's trade value. Only at Outback. I'm just saying, spot the lie. Spot the lie. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, really quick Australian player watch. Let's fang through it. Benny Simmons still has more field, uh, more fouls than field goals made. Um, I don't know, hurt his knee, set out the uh, Lakers thing. Oh, my knee's a bit sore, bro. It's like, because you're not doing much. Uh, two points, five rebounds, three assists, four fouls, one or two shooting in the 14 minutes against the Clippers. Um, and yeah, anybody go, oh, Jimmy, man, you, you just shit on Simo. It's like, I don't know what I'm meant to do. Two, five, and three, one or two, four fouls in 14 minutes. The season's like a fucking month old. Like, how is he still this bad? <laughs> just ask it. Patty Thrills, Patty Mills. Uh, in that Clippers game, he went six points, one rebound, one assist, two of four from downtown, two of five overall. He uh, looked good too in that one. Not as good today. Shot one of six, went 0 of 4 from three. Like, two of them, you just like, oh, that goes in. The Nets probably win that game. But anyway, two points, one rebound, one assist for Patty. Uh, still out there, being the fucking heart and soul of that Nets team. Uh, rock'em, sock'em, block'em, jock'em, Landau. 7.6 rebounds in that weird loss to the Magic Men. Should have played in more than 13 minutes, Monty Williams, I'm just saying. Um, he did have a really rough run there last week where he was getting called for fouls as, like, as soon as he looked at somebody. It was like 5,007 minutes against the Sixers, 5,000, uh, like 12 minutes against the Wolves. Anyway, it was much better than this one. He's playing more Monty Williams. What are you doing? Uh, it'd be nice if he hit a three, though. Three of 23 for the season, Jock. The rooster. Come on. Let's see him fucking get in there. Uh, Dyson Daniels, the vacuum, uh, got out there against the Rockets. Two points. He went two or two from the free throw line, making up for that loss that he uh, kind of caused uh, against the Lakers by going over. But he was out there for less than a minute. Got out there, hit his free throws, got the win. Uh, Jack White, the Seven Nation Army, couldn't hold him back or couldn't get him on the floor because uh thought he'd get out there maybe today, but he hadn't dressed, so that sort of sucked. He's probably been uh, assigned. Greeny, Josh Green. Love how he's been playing lately. Four, uh, four points, two steals, one rebound, one of four shooting in that loss to Washington. Uh, went one of four from the floor. 
Six points, one rebound, one assist, and another stealing that big win over Portland, though. One of four from downtown. The Green Machine. Scott Green. Josh Scott Green, they call him. Who's Scott Green? And uh, he's doing great. I just want to see a combo of him, Gids, and Matty T out there for the for the boomers. What do you reckon? Uh, speaking of Matty T, eight minutes. Uh, 0 for 2 from the floor against the Atlanta Hawks. Kakar, one steal. Zero points. One of five shooting in the next game against the Hawks. He had three points, though. He went one of four from downtown. You just want to see him hit two of four. Just once. <laughs> he went two of five earlier in the season. And that's like, he's only hit three. So at least he hit one there. Uh, and then against the Yaz today, he had played 27 minutes. He was really good. One or two. Uh, what was it? Two points, six rebounds, two assists, a block, and five fucking steals. What a menace. Uh, and of course, Delhi hasn't gotten back out there since he uh, ran out there and kicked some ass and took some names against Miami in the game they got shafted out of. But the Gidmeister, the mop top mumber himself, 15, 9, and 5, and that win over Toronto shot 6 and 9. Nice. And 1 and 1 from downtown. Had two steals in that one, too. And then, of course, the triple double, his first triple double of the year, his fifth overall, absolutely smashing it. 10 of 14 from the floor. In the garden goes two or three from downtown. 24, 10, and 12. What a fucking menace. Giddy up. The mopped up mumba rules everything. He's averaging a 14.7, uh, 7.3, and 5.7 assist at the moment. What a line. What a legend. Giddy the fuck up. All right, let's do a quick Andrew Gaze Grand Mumba Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. All right. Kevin Durant, uh, first player to begin a season with 13 straight 25-point games since MJ did it, 1988-89. He had 16. That's pretty good. Katie had 31-9-7 and today against the uh, Lakers. One man show vibes. It's like if only Kyrie wasn't a fucking idiot, <laughs> he wouldn't have to do it all himself. Anyway, but he's bloody good. Kevin Durant turns out still very, very, very good at basketball. All right, we got a Patty Mills game day ball, game day Twitter check in. Let's do it. Uh, AKA Jimmy gets out his phone, checks Patty's Instagram, and reads what's on there. It's one of the great segments, I'm just saying. Uh, he actually posted the community culture in North and basketball out. Uh, community culture and basketball have shaped who I am in the North Shore Classic embodies all of that. He's uh, debuting the North Shore Classic in Hawaii in November, which is awesome. So the University of Hawaii, Texas State, Sacramento State, and Southern Utah men's basketball teams will compete in this tournament. And uh, he said, the opportunity impact I hope to create through this college basketball tournament goes beyond the inaugural event in Lai. Later this month, the... Lai? Why? Whatever. The ripple effect that will be felt not only by the athletes themselves, but the fans, families, and communities around them is unique to community sporting events like this. We hope to amplify that impact and have designed a long-term program that focuses on bringing all that together for years to come. Look, you didn't even need any more evidence that Patty Mills is a fucking legend, but just some more. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) Love it. All right. Let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Oh, thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's the weekend? Oh, yeah. 
not as good as the weekend before in terms of the picks, but I think we ended up going 17 to 27 across the weekend. Uh, so that was obviously against the spread for Friday's games and then head-to-head for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, so 17 to 27, you'll take that. Uh, and that leaves us out for the season, 114 of 184 picks. So doing all right. <clears throat> all right, let's do some picks on the fly. Charlotte Hornets at the Orlando Magic tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go Orlando minus one and a half because <coughs> can you tell I'm still a little bit under the weather? It's all right. Orlando minus one and a half because they're good. Charlotte are bad. They might get a Lamello back, but I think that'll make him a bit wonky. So I'll take the Magic Man. The Raptors at the Detroit Basketball Pistons, the Dwayne Casey Bowl. Dwayne Casey does nothing but kick ass, take names, and beat the Toronto Raptors. He doesn't have Kay Cunningham. Watch it not matter at all as the Pistons cover the five and a half points. They might not win. Toronto a little bit more talented, but Jaden Ivey, Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bay. You know, look, I think they can just at least keep that kind of close. Give me the five and a half. Dwayne Casey just he's beat them six straight times. Unbelievable. Just think about that. The Pistons have been fucking shit in that time, and the Raptors have been good. I think he's beaten them six straight. Anyway, uh, the Thunder, they take on the Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are 11.5-point favorites here. Thunder on a back-to-back. It's, I don't know. I just kind of like the Thunder. It's just too many points. 11.5. I'll take OKC. Um, hopefully, we get some Shea and some Gids. And if they're both playing... And defensively, look, OKC will make teams work. They might just have been a bit gassed, though, after uh, playing today against the Knicks, just running up and back and not missing any shots. That could also plummet, and they could just miss everything this time around. But 11.5 is still just too many. OKC just play teams tough. The Suns and the Heat. The Heat, look, big weekend, but you beat Charlotte back-to-back. Congratulations. Uh, the Suns are one-and-a-half-point underdogs here. I'm going to take the Suns. I think there's a bit of a bounce-back spot there. Because the Heat just aren't that good. Clippers, Rockets. Uh, the Rockets, five and a half point underdogs at home against the Clips. Gotta go the Clippers. Go the under, though. Because <laughs> the Clippers hold teams to not much. They don't score much either, though. Uh, but I'll take the Clippers minus five and a half because the Rockets are a bit shit house. Hawks, Bucks. Sneaky, awesome game again. I'm going to take Atlanta here, plus three and a half. The Bucks, look, if Giannis comes back. They should roll, but the Hawks just play, I don't know, like a really fun, weird kind of game, like brand of basketball, where you sort of turn around and it's like, it's always kind of like a five-point game. It's weird to think about, but it is. Spurs, Warriors, are going to have to go the Warriors, minus seven and a half. There's a shellacking on the horizon for the Spurs. So, I think, when are we going to next do a show? We'll probably do another show on Thursday. So, let's pick all the games all the way through Thursday. Let's do it. Bring up the schedule. Do some hit to hitch So, tomorrow we've done that one. All right. Then we have, I believe, Memphis at New Orleans. That is awesome. What a great game that is. I might have to go Memphis there. That's the uh, Stephen Adams ball brew. LA Clippers at Dallas. You're going to have to go the... Uh, the Mavs there with the Clippers playing on a back-to-back um, on the road. I mean, they're only going from Houston to Dallas, but still. Give me the Mavericks. Utah host the New York City Knickerbockers of New York City. I think Utah can win that. They've been feisty. They've been good. Though I do wonder if uh, this is the point where Utah is suddenly getting, you know, a couple of uh, ah, load management. <laughs> Portland, San Antonio. 
Uh, I'm going to have to go Portland. Uh, they have Dame back. San Antonio on a back-to-back. Having played in the Warriors, go up to uh, Oregon and lose. Brooklyn, they go to Sacramento. Oh, I'm going to have to go my beloved Kings here. The Suvlaki King, keep an eye on his triple-double odds there because he could fucking smash, smash Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, boy. Then Thursday, we have Indy at Charlotte. I'm going to go Indy there. Uh, Minnesota at Orlando. Ooh, Minnesota might just be able to use their size against Orlando, even though Bol Bol, Paolo Banguero, if he's back. Hmm. Now give me the Wolves. OKC at Washington. I think I can uh, go OKC there as well. Boston, Atlanta. I'll take the Celtics. Just too much on the wings there for Boston against Atlanta and too much defense to slow down Trey and Dejunte. Miami, Toronto. Oh, I think Miami eked that one out. Cleveland, Milwaukee. What a game. I might have to take the Bucks. Continue the Cavs' woes. That's a tough one, but they're like, yeah, two of the three best teams in the East. Chicago, Pelicans. Uh, the Bulls will be nice and rested. Pels on a back-to-back. Even if they're at home, give me Chicago. Houston, Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Even on both. Uh, Dallas will be on a back-to-back. They should be able to outshoot Houston, though, right? Right? Maybe not. Uh, Denver hosting the Knicks. The Nugs will win that. And Golden State Phoenix, what an absolute rip snorter that is. I might have to go to the Warriors. They're a little bit healthier than the Suns. With all the questions around uh, Christopher Paul. I'll pick Fridays just in case. Uh, Brooklyn at Portland. Uh, let's go the Nets in that one. Try and slow down Kevin Durant and Jeremy Grant. Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant. Love it. Sacramento, San Antonio. We'll go the Kings. Sack Town. And then Detroit at the Clippers. I'll take the Clips. Done. Easy. Plenty of games. Plenty of fun ones, too. What a few game, a few days worth of games we've got there. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, we should be back Thursday. If not, um, we'll do, do on Friday. See how we go. Yeah, the schedule is sort of slowly working itself out. Slowly. We'll see how we go. Uh, right. Either way, check us out on the Facey, the Twitter, or the IGs. Uh, we should have a little bit more of sort of a structure pretty much beginning like next week i think for the show so bear with us you know still got a two-month-old baby that i feel like i've barely seen <laughs> been working so much anyway uh you can check out nfl australia as well myself and gaz that's a great time chopping it up each week at the nfl go subscribe to that subscribe to this one make sure you've reviewed it if you haven't reviewed it what the fuck are you doing seriously i don't ask for like anything just go and review it right if you give us five, that's good. If you give us less than five, like we might have problems, but anyway. Uh, check out the merch, mbsradio.com slash shop or just on the socials. Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. Come on, help a brother out. And uh, yeah, go check out CodeBet. That's a good website. Watch Fox Sports Lab NBA. Good times. Got to read the paper. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song and all the other bands. Joshua Delarantis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex, Jedi, Green, Green, Green and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear on this show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Drip Down Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia, Sports Australian Bands. Uh, yeah, thanks for sticking by. This has been a bit of a fucking ramshackle on last little bit just because, you know, getting sick last week just fucked me. And the fact that my throat is still fucking killing me is a real giant pain in the ass. I've just been irritable, annoyed, angry, tired. <laughs> the entire fucking gamut. So, uh, yeah, look. Hopefully we'll be feeling all right for Thursday's show. See how we go. Anyway, we'll talk to you then.
This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you, you dickheads? Later, hosen. Man, fucking, this is Dyson Daniels fucking vacuum service. The Jimmy fucking booked me again and I didn't get a fucking gig. This is bullshit. Fuck.